Hello, this is Connor, Dom and Joe from Nothing But Thieves. And apparently they're going to make this sound amazing somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. The natural timbre of my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do the job. Yes, welcome to the next episode of uh, Introducing. Did you enjoy meeting Kiwi Lads LAB last week? They're very cool, as are um, this bunch of lads from Essex. You know, nothing but thieves. I mean, where do they sit for you as a band? Because to me, since like 2015, their debut album came out and they've always just kind of been that band that pops up and you're like, Jesus, they sound good. The production is just next level. Like they kind of got this muse kind of vibe about them. Then Connor's vocals come through and you're like, bang, like a punch in the guts. Just like when I first heard the new single from their yet-to-be-released album, Dead Club City, which is at July 7. Welcome to the DCC. Just listen to that song and just tell me that you don't feel great. They kind of even describe themselves as a bit random, but they're just they're just constantly good. Their fourth album about to hit us, uh, and they're just about to leave the country. In fact, I think when you hear this, they would have just left the country because their last show was on May 6th in Bunbury. And yes, we talk about the town named Bunbury in this chat. Um, they've played sold-out shows in Sydney, in Perth, in Melbourne and Brisbane, and they're just lovely guys. They're genuinely lovely guys. Connor, Joe and Dom are here. Please, enjoy my chat with Nothing But Thieves. Um, welcome back to Australia, guys. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you very much. Your, your headphones okay? I don't right. want to start this conversation and you're not hearing yeah, yourself. Let I'm me just getting my levels right. Oh, there's like right. a thingy. There we go. Yeah. I know what it's like. I mean, if we, we can't get off on the bad bad foot. No, no, we're good. This is this is working. Yeah. One, two. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for checking. <laughs> of course, mate. I, I'm a, I like the sound of my own voice. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do this for a living. this job, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, none of you do this. You know, where, I've been, no, I, I do that. that. No, it's me. Yeah. I do that. When I'm recording vocals, I'm kind of like, what? I get told off a lot. Because I like I hear the sound of my voice down my, my cheekbone. So I used okay. to think that was just like a, a what lady singers did to not muck up their hair. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's, that is not what I'm like doing. This, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's a, a, you, I don't know. So you feel the it's a different kind of it's like deepness. Yeah, right. I like that. Through, yeah. Well, we're welcome back to Australia. This Thank is you. what your fourth. I'm saying you've been here since 2016, basically. But fourth, fifth time. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, about that. Right. Time, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, what what are we like? You know, be honest as as a, <laughs> as a crowd. Genuinely, I mean, you're English boys, but cooked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been learning slang as we go. I still don't really know what it means, but I do. But I've been saying it on stage and just hoping that no one bot- bottles me. <laughs> no, I was going to do that, funny. mainly because you're not allowed bottles. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, we, we, I have, everyone probably says it, but we absolutely love coming here. It's The people are just so friendly. Yeah. Food's so good and the weather's so good. Yeah. It is annoying that we, it's so far away. Because yeah, we'd we be here all the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think this trip as well, like, we're still in that phase after all the pandemic bullshit that, like, have been locked away that we are just trying to, like, grab traveling by the horns and just really enjoy touring again. So yeah. we're going out and trying to find the best places to eat and, like, yeah. just checking out everything in the city when we, yeah. when we can. And, uh, no, it's been amazing. It keeps it, um, you know, it keeps it exciting, keeps it fresh. I'll put the most boring thing on the. I'll get that out of the way first. What What were you supposed to be doing that was all put on hold during the pandemic? But I mean, the album's coming out in in, in July. Obviously, you're touring like crazy now. But was there something like that where you're like, oh, yeah, the last album? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. recorded it and we couldn't release it for ages. Obviously, definitely couldn't tour it for ages either. Yeah, yeah. That was a- 
I mean, re- releasing an album over a pandemic mm. is not advisable. No. You can't do much with it. <laughs> no. Are you talking about Moral Panic? Moral yeah. Panic, yeah. Yeah, it was a good title for it. Yeah, it was. No, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a saving grace, really, yeah. <laughs> you know, at least it wasn't called Everything's Great. Yeah. No. <laughs> that would have been funny as fuck, <laughs> How good is everything? Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you- well, actually, we nearly, that, that artwork for that album was yeah. really, really close to being a mosquito, like, um, and some sort of, like, vial of, like, stuff. Which would have that would have been terrible. Yeah, and now but, it's a bat. <laughs> now it's a bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been. <laughs> but but do, you, do you guys like? Do you guys all live kind of close together? Or we yeah, yeah. We're all within about ten minutes of each other. So yeah. were you able to see each other, or were you commu- were you writing music, or you like we sending were. voice memos to each other? We were. There was quite a long period of time where we our government were quite strict on it. I know yours were too, where we weren't able to see each other, and it was a bit strange. And I think. Not seeing each other for a while meant that when we did get together, we had a load of ideas, sort of like we had a lot of creative energy that we just needed to like, you know, paint on the canvas with. And that's kind of what started to form the record that we're about to put out this yeah. year. Yeah. Well, I have to say, um, Welcome to the DCC is the first single. Yes. It's like a punch in the face. Like <laughs> I, I, I saw this on, we have this, we have this Saturday morning music show called Rage here, which yeah. um, you might have done some Upside stuff. It, yeah. I saw the film clip. As I'm hearing the song for the first time, which I think is always changes the way you you kind of view or hear something, but I'm like, this is quintessentially you guys, but also <laughs> a huge punch in the face in the best possible way. Yeah, is that a sign of what this album is going to be like, or is this just this one standout song that you just thought you wanted to get everyone's attention with? I think in parts um, it represents other parts of the album, but yeah. it's nothing with these records, so it's going to be a bit eclectic anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was just. I think releasing a song like that first was a good way to sort of surprise people, I suppose. We, um, we, because the record's a concept record, we wanted to have like an introduction song. And so when we were writing it, we were like, oh, well, this can be as like ridiculous as we want it to be, as kind of silly and in a way pastiche and 80. So we were really like mucking around with it because it was supposed to be like a advertisement yeah. for the for the concept. Yeah. And then when we'd written it about six months later, we were like, actually, this is this is pretty banging we could do something with this we could release this so we had to kind of yeah, we tame the, tame the beast yeah. in a sense <laughs> but we we loved it and we're glad we released it first because it is like you said it's quite out yeah. there and it's a bit of a, yeah. a risk for us and even even like we write like Joe said like our, our, our music's so eclectic we never write the same song no. twice ever even that was this song was like ooh this isn't a naughty release for us. Yeah. You've surprised yourself. Yeah. Well, even, I'm not just saying, even on the way, I t- I've got three kids and even driving the kids to school today, my four-year-old's in charge of the Spotify <laughs> and that's his that's his go-to uh, song at the moment. Like, he just gets us up and about. It's, it's that's that's, that's our, really cool. I'm not sure that's why you're right. How do I get a four-year-old off yeah. to school in yeah. Australia? Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> we saw the success of Baby Shark and we thought we need to get on that. <laughs> So look, it's called introducing the podcast. Tell, tell us about how you met each other and, and got together. Because I'm thinking, was it 2014? Are you from Essex? Are you all from Essex? Or, or give us give us the how you met each other and, and how you became yeah. nothing but thieves. Yeah. So we're all from the same part of town. We're all from uh, 10 minutes away from the South End in Essex. Um, not the most glamorous place on the planet, but it works. It's close to London. Um, Generally, I think if you're from glamorous areas, though, you don't become an artist because you're just out there being glamorous. You know? yeah. like, or you become a very specific kind of artist. <laughs> an influencer. Yeah. An influencer. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was quite a cool, like, <laughs> quite a cool rock scene in, in South End. 
that they it was grassrootsy in a sense, but like the rehearsal rooms were linked with the best venue in South End, and then all the bands knew each other, all the managers of those sort of places, the room like the rehearsal rooms and the, and the, um, and the venues knew each other. So it was like everyone had a bit of a of a of a sense of this is important for South End to be in a rock band. I think that's why we got into it because it was a bit of a thing wasn't it yeah more so than other towns i'd say what were you listening to then like what were you kind of who were your heroes back then very eclectic we shouldn't lie and just say things like yeah you know it was uh, oh yeah it was a bowie it's all about bowie Bowie, Bowie, man (laughs) it's just like you know it's like when you're 15 just like metal and (laughs) and just crap we were all listening we were were listening to a lot of rock a lot of rock though yeah um we, we were still. We grew up in that stage, though, where like now genre is so fluid, and people don't really it didn't define someone as much. But when we were at school, like it was like you listen to rock music, and that is all you listen to. Well, for me, yeah. you wrote the band on your yeah. pencil case, yeah, like, yeah. And if that, if yeah. you wrote Metallica, well, then you just stick. There was some, yeah. there was some, yeah, yeah. some kids in my school who used to write the horrors, and that's like a South End band. Yeah, I on know the their um, like homework diary. Yeah, and then I had to go into school after we'd we'd left for something or other some sort of presentation thing i did um and this kid came up to me with his nothing but thieves written on his homework diary and i was like that is the coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah. for me yeah it was great yeah. Because it's, commi- it's commitment as well because it's all that that's your whole social currency when you're a kid too is telling people what what you're listening to yeah it definitely is and now it just dictated how you dress and now that's yeah. kind of more fluid now with like people would dress a certain way but listen to a completely different genre yeah. of music that was that just didn't happen yeah, when yeah. we were growing up so yeah but, but this is we me and Con had another band before this yes. as well this is you know they're kind of a similar level of success probably I'd say <laughs> I'd say so I'm, I'm, yeah. it's quite generous you refer to it as a band I think yeah <laughs> yeah it was like, it was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe and I so Joe was in we were in Joe and I in the same school he was a couple of years older than me and Dom yeah. and I um, studied music together his school didn't offer it I don't think and we um, they didn't really do we invited him over school, <laughs> yeah. they didn't it wasn't the best school in town <laughs> pure religion yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, amen brother yeah <laughs> and, uh, you don't need music brother yeah, yeah. come with me I was busy playing at church yeah <laughs> and then um, yeah, our school had Dom over so I met Dom and he was like whoa man singer kid and I was like yeah, wow I was American guitar, back man. Then. yeah he was <laughs> you a cowboy yeah yeah I was a cowboy back then and then that was it really it was amazing um, it's quite hard to find singers who are good yeah. and at my school everyone played guitar and as soon as you do I'm sure you'll do well with it yeah. <laughs> well you, you should see that he's actually chained to my leg on his leg yeah. he's just handcuffs down there he's not going anywhere no way um, but no it was one of those things where I heard Connor sing and I was like well th- this is something pretty pretty special um, yeah my actually my first ever band was the exact same lineup, apart from a guy called Matt Holman, who's actually going to be a groomsman on my wedding. Yeah. So we asked all friends before I tell the story. Yeah. But this is after, jokes, after we heard Connor sing in assembly at school, we literally kicked my best mate out of the band <laughs> and got him in. We're like, oh no, we're reforming the band. It was the same lineup. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Show me, that show me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, um, it was cutthroat back then. Yeah. The other, <laughs> we were 13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other two boys, Phil and Price, yeah. um, Phil's my cousin. Yeah. And uh, Phil had been in other bands on the scene, amazing bass player and yeah. Price was a great drummer that everyone kind of knew about as well and we just started um, we were writing songs quite a lot just the three of us yeah, and then when we yeah. when we spent two or three years getting those songs together we were like we should probably actually work out how we can do this live and then at that point we asked Phil and Price to come aboard and then um, yeah they, they, they were amazing and was yeah we're sadly still with them today 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, how do you find or that you have a voice? Because obviously, you know, you're 12, 13, wandering around, probably wanted to be 100 other things. Were you singing to yourself or, or there must have been a moment where you went, what's happening here? Like this is not really? a normal singing voice. I your voice honestly, is incredible. I don't, really think, I don't think I really had like a big epiphany moment. I just, um, my dad... I was listening to a lot of like soul records with my dad growing up and we'd put them on in the car and I did a lot of sports. So like he'd always drive me on weekends to this and that and yeah. hours in the car and stuff. And I just listened to him sing and just, I enjoyed listening to him sing. He's quite a bluesy voice. And um, so I would just kind of copy and then it, that became so normal. It wasn't really a thing until I got to secondary school and then yeah, I think people probably start going, oh, you have, you have a nice voice. I don't really think about it. And you're really like, enough. wait, you can't sing like this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think I just, I, I, re- I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. And and I, they offered free lessons at school for music and I already played trumpet and guitar. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll have classical singing lessons and see how it goes and see if I can develop it. And yeah, yeah it, just, it just grew and I kind of, I kind of, I taught myself how to sing in a weird way, as well as the classical lessons. I found my own kind of like groove and I'm really competitive. Um, so if I can't, if I haven't learned how to do something, I will learn it and I'll like nail it in my head, you know, like I'll try and nail it. Um, just to be as good as I possibly can be in every sort of facet of singing. I'm so like, I'm really like perfectionist with it. Um, but yeah, well, not a lot of people know that really. But yeah, no. So it's 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 always been part of me. It's a big like big part of my soul to to speak. It really it's like a it's like yeah, it's like breathing. And did yeah. that did that amount to anything <laughs> <laughs> at any point? <laughs> Still got your fingers crossed. Yes. One yeah. day, one day. So this is how it keeps me sweet. It just pushes me into the yeah, ground. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's called a friend. Keeping me and keeping keys. Yeah. <laughs> what about though, you making it a career though? Uh, there must have been something that you had to then realise that this is now an, an instrument that you've. Because I'm assuming that even looking at your oh. dates here in Australia, it's not like you guys walk out on stage and you just look at the microphone and go, "Man, like you're, you're putting on a show every yeah. night, just like everybody else is." Like, are you are you one of those guys that walks around for two days and doesn't say a word? Or no, no, I, I think I just look after myself. I think it was a big shock when we first started touring. And the amount of stamina and breath work. And I probably don't sing in the the most effortless, correct way that I should. I'm I'm I've like quite take a lot of breath in and I hold a lot of support and it's that's why I get kinda of get those big notes out and stuff like that. But it's pretty exhausting, like an hour and a half of that. But I wouldn't change it for the world, you know, that's how I sing. That's the yeah. tone I, I can create. Um so I just have to look after myself and like try and get as much rest as you can. Yeah. Um, Which is hard again, looking it, at all these It's tough, dates, yeah. Like, like, but yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, and you know, I just don't drink too much and smoke too much or anything like that. I just try and take it easy and do my thing. I'm, again, it's the perfectionist competitiveness in me. It's like, then if what I do you guys do then when he's at home yeah. being boring? <laughs> We're trying to make up for how boring he is. Yeah, <laughs> but no, matter what we do, no matter what we do, we'll ever be able to compensate for that. <laughs> the level of dullness. <laughs> <laughs> the level of dullness. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that was. He's yeah, off to yeah. bed. That uh, was hilarious. Do you ever go on tour and just go one room? Thanks. We'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Do you know what? Um, um, yeah, that was quite funny. To be that fair, um, I think it's. I think it's as simple as we. We probably used to. We didn't. I didn't go to university. And the band when the band started picking up, we were traveling the world, and yeah. there's free drinks on your rider, and you get invited to parties, and you're doing all this sort of stuff, yeah. and you know it's fun. 
but you've got a bit more stamina back then. Yeah. And now when the hangovers get into two, three, four day bad boys that you can't <laughs> shake, no matter how much Domino's yeah. pizza you eat, it's, uh, <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I had like one tour of like, yeah, let's go party every night. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I'd try and sing and just be burnt out. Well, I think I even, just got, yeah. Like, you know, the great, the great philosopher Miley Cyrus once said, she's like, <laughs> I remember in an interview ages ago, she's a sports person, a sports star. Any, they play one game and then for six days they're iced up, they train, they relax, <laughs> yeah. they go to bed. Absolutely. You guys, you guys have to do stadiums and, and, and halls <laughs> four or five days in a, in a week. It's a huge amount of effort. And then be invited to a party at two in the morning after that. <laughs> yeah. And then get on a plane and do it again. It's, a, it's Which I think that's great. And I think the- I yeah, think no, it's, it's good for the boys. It's yeah. just because it it's so muscular for me. I have to treat it like an athlete, 100%. That's exactly right. Like, I'll treat it like how are my muscles feeling, how are my diaphragm feeling, all that sort of stuff. Like, take yeah. it really seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is boring. It's not very rock and roll to no, say. I love that. But we give it, you know, yeah. I try, I just want to give my best show every single time. Otherwise, people spend a lot of money and a lot of traveling and hotels, that sort of stuff to come see bands. And it's like, if I couldn't be as like perfect in my eyes, I get a bit yeah. pissed about it. Yeah, that's just me. That's good. So tell us then, uh, the debut album comes out in 2015. What was the lead up to that? So you, you, you all met, you all grew up, you, you found your singer, you kicked out your best mate, you've done all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you've lost all your friends, so now you've only got each other. Um, uh, tell us about putting together that first album and, and what that took out of you. And was it an easy process or was that was that something that just kind of just happened? Yeah, just uh, that. That Well, we spent a long time writing. I would say... The first album is written over so many years because you're sort of just discovering how to write songs. And really, the first album is all kind of like potluck, to be yeah. honest with you. Mm. I don't think there's no real theme to that album. A lot of it's just kind of like we got in a room with a producer and had no idea about producing ourselves or anything like that. It was kind of just so- sounded, end up sounding how, you know, they could produce it yeah. in a way. Um, and us just sort of giving ideas when we could. Um I think you can kind of hear it on that album a bit. Yeah. Like the it's us, work, it's yeah. us working it out. Yeah. And um, it feels like with every album that you look back at, it's like, oh, they're kind of understanding what they're doing a little bit more. But when you go back in time to that one, it's very green. And I think we were looking um, we were looking for a lot of advice when we worked with producers. We were just sort of like, we don't really know what we're doing. And I think that's kind of cool at that point because mm. you get advice from people who do know what they're doing. But um, that's yeah. not always bad, as well. By no. the way, that it feels a bit green and feels a bit naive. Yeah. Like that, uh, having a bit of naivety, naivety to your first album, there's something. There's a bit of magic in there, I think. For sure. Um, yeah. Pablo, still, yeah, yeah. Do you still go back to it? Because I was even listening, like I'm knowing I was catching up with you guys today on the weekend, listening to Trip Switch again, thinking like that song just holds up still yeah. beautifully. Like, 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 must be yeah. moments. Graveyard there, whistling, I'd say. Yeah, Love yeah. Stay. There's some like there are some really good songs in it. Yeah, I think we have n- had no idea of what was going to happen in the future or anything like that um so you don't it's not like you don't care but the pressure's off you're just like let's just have fun uh-huh. five of us had never really recorded really we got to stay in the country for a month or so and just had a laugh and got pissed in pubs and just it was just really fun yeah and you don't really overthink it no and then yeah 10 8 whatever years later you're yeah. like wow wow we have been on a insanely long journey now and well, I was going to say yeah you kind of miss that novelty in a sense of course the first record yeah was it the second album then when there was the pressure and obviously that's the album it's fair to say blew you up internationally yeah um, well, how 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 was in your in your recollections was that yeah. fun of that first album compared to the second album I actually don't think the pressure was then on the second album oh, yeah? like you know they go uh, oh like the pressure of your second the second album is like a thing 
I don't think we kind of just went straight into it. Yeah. Like we had no time whatsoever. So yeah. one and two kind of really yeah. just sort of blends together. We were writing as we were sort of touring the first record. It was like really, really just like just came out that record, the yeah. Record Machine album. So there's no time to really think about it. God, I and, forgot and, about and, that. And we wrote that on the road. Yeah, that's that's really? insane. Yeah, that the I whole thing how. was pretty much written like, on the road. And so there wasn't time to feel the pressure honestly there just yeah. wasn't I didn't didn't come so you're resting yeah. your voice and writing a second album at the same time <laughs> no it wasn't that was, that was a problem that was, yeah, that was called Broken sweet. Machine mate. Yeah, that, was, that, was a, that was a fun time yeah. <laughs> that, see now all your album titles make sense yeah. like, you know, Moral Panic yeah. Broken Machine I get it now um, yeah I forgot about that wow yeah um, I wouldn't change that though. No, of course not. Of it's, lesson, kind of it's all a lesson, isn't it? It's like craziness you, made it such a good record. It shows you your boundaries though, because we probably wouldn't be able to do that again now. We're trying to be like a little bit more yeah. conscious of our well-being and, yeah. and sustainable age. touring and age. Definitely, <laughs> like yeah. it's, we're getting you on a keep bit. Saying you, you're both younger than me. I, I feel know. great. What are you talking about? Yeah, to be I'm, fair, you're only thirty. You're only thirty yet, for God's sake. I feel like an old lady <laughs> inside yeah. this body, he Joe. You know that he was literally just walking. That he walked over. He walked some, <laughs> down a step yesterday, and he, yes. his, his leg went. <laughs> and he's like, I feel great. I did. So I did. It's I yours like, the other I day. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. You had a fall. So <laughs> I had a fall. So you had a fall. You can't have a fall. You're right. You should see my foot. It's, it's black and blue. I thought I'd like broken Is my. Is it Australia's fault? Have we done something? No, yeah, I was no, adjusting no. to the down under. There, I think. there was oh, yeah. there was tape all over this, and this hotel were so nervous that Dom was going to sue them. Yeah, oh. they, they were so nice. Like they were like, "Are you okay, Mr. Craig?" Yeah, they were they were phoning me constantly to make sure I wasn't going to go. So funny, go legal. <laughs> but no, like Dom was saying, we were just um, we're just we're just thinking about the fact that we've we've made it this far, yeah. and it's been a great kind of well decade nearly is coming yeah. up there. Yeah, um, and it's just how do you continue it and keep it sustainable as you yeah get into your thirties and you're onto your fourth record and this sort of stuff, and then you know you're having some more like personal things like you know settling down this sort of stuff it's just like how do you do the next 10 years so that's how we've looked at it after we basically after we played the O2 in London yeah. we all kind of looked at each other and like wow we made that that's yeah. sick um, and what's next you know and it's kind of that Next oh, hang on, what's next? Bunbury in <laughs> WA. Yeah. <laughs> the way yeah. you said that was hilarious. <laughs> Nothing but thieves from the O2 to Bunbury. <laughs> you should put that in a poster. <laughs> I've never been to Bunbury, so I'm sure, no I'm sure it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll have a couple of hundred people who have been yeah. there. <laughs> Hopefully they show up to the show. Yeah, yeah that would no, be Bunbury in WA is a beautiful tent part of the Yeah, you have to say that, Al. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is international. It's yeah, yeah. sponsored by a Bunbury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of when you see Bunbury? Now you don't group in the mood, which is fantastic. Like Fat Boy Slim and Confidence Man, and it's yeah. a huge lineup. How, how's how's doing a festival like that, which is obviously a lot smaller? I mean, and the UK certainly know how to do festivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just done the last. I've done a few Glastonbury's. I'm like, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Still recovering. Um, yeah. What what is that like for you guys to, to be on the road with those artists, but also to, to to parts of the world that don't really get to see this kind of music? Yeah. I like the challenge of it. I like going to a festival and being nervous and not knowing if you're going to win anyone over. Like it's new territories for us. It's not Sydney, yeah. Melbourne, Perth, whatever. It's um, it's 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 brand new. These places, these pockets outside. So you've got to you've got to do your job. You've got to win them over, and yeah. it can take a couple of songs. But yeah. I think we so far we've 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 got people on our side. It's been it's been pretty wicked. But I like that challenge. You're yeah. mentioning before you're kind of doing that four thirty slot. 
in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I remember even at last Glastonbury, I think Noel Gallagher was on at four o'clock on the Saturday afternoon, and there's no more perfect time. You've had no, enough beers, but not too many beers. Yeah, <laughs> and the sun's going down. And everyone knows they've had a good day. It's a it's a good place to yeah. be, I reckon. Yeah, the fe- the festival's been been great. To be fair, we didn't really know what to expect, and it's been quite relentless on the touring side in terms of jumping on flights and yeah. traveling and all that sort of stuff. But um, we made some good friends with Ocean Alley. They've been really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, and, um, they're and, awesome. Um, yeah, they're over our end in the UK soon, so we're going to try and catch up with them. But um, yeah, yeah th- I think that's one of the Yeah, the our guys are dominating in the UK at the moment. We've got DMAs, Amel and the yeah, Scoobers. Yeah, there's a lot going on, a lot of good uh, Aussie exports. Yeah. Um, but no, it's great It's great for us because, you know, that's the social aspects of it all. And you're all in the same boat. You're all checking in at the same airport and you're all in the <laughs> same backstage area. And it's just, yeah, it's been yeah. really good. Yeah. Well, guys, um, you're you're playing my spiritual home at the Sydney at Sydney's Enmore Theatre tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Then you're doing uh, Frio in uh, WA on the third of May. Then uh, one more date left in Bunbury, and then I'm assuming you're home or are you going via Asia? Yeah, no, no, we're actually coming back to Australia next year, so we're oh, going to yeah? probably do Asia around that same time. Then, yeah, this is kind of like a hey, remember <laughs> us? Yeah. <laughs> And yes, the, we do. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, and it was a yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next year we'll do the. I think it surprised a lot of yeah. people. We only uh, like booked it about three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? like that. It's weird, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like last I think minute. Sydney sold out the other day, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, we love your work. Um, welcome to the DCC, the single from the album Dead Club City, which is out July seven. I can't wait to hear the rest of the album if that's the opening track. Honestly, thank you. Um, you guys should be so proud. Um, thank you very much for coming in and spending some time Thanks, here man. and enjoy Bunbury. Yes, very much. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Oh, by the way, no, we're going to do oh. this. It's called Introducing. Okay. Yeah. And we like to finish every podcast with you introducing us to someone. Yes. So you can do it as a collective. You can do it individually. A band you're listening to, a singer you love. Oh, I see. It can be, it can be you two or someone we've never heard of before, whatever Dude. you're loving. Peach. Peaches, yeah. 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 The peaches. Um, we've got some dear friends from the Bunbury of the UK called <laughs> Hastings. <laughs> good. Um, and they're a I band. I this goes out after... Bumbley oh, yeah. show. It definitely will. It definitely <laughs> will. Um, and the band are called Kid Capici. Okay. Kid Capici. I'm going to spell it with, I'm going to spell it okay. my best. K-A-P-I-K-A-P? Yep. Kid. Oh, no, I assume you know how to spell it. Oh, kid. I'm with you, don't yeah. worry. K-I-D space K-A-P-I-C-H-I. Capici, which no one can pronounce. They're great. No, um, they're funny as hell. They get a lot of Apache, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they get a kid. They get pronounced yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But um, they, lo- they love a schooner. Yeah, they yeah. love oh, drinking. Good. They're an yeah. amazing, amazing, like sort of post-punk yeah, rock cool band, guys. and they're kind of blowing up in the UK. And they're the loveliest guys. And they're going to actually come to the US with us to tour. And Dom's been producing their latest record. So I'm very biased, yeah, but they're, they're yeah. awesome. that's why you know how to spell kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out with them for two. It long. wasn't the school I went to. They weren't teaching that <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> Connor, Joe, Dom, so so good to hang out. Um, okay. Good luck with the rest of the shows. And yeah, can't wait. Early next year. Can you tease that yet? Or uh, just next year. I just don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, like, we, yeah, yeah. we booked this tour three weeks ago, yeah, yeah. mate. We don't know anything. So December 20, you'll let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, be, we'll be back soon, though. We'll be back. Cool. Right. Nice one. Thank you. Lift the rope. Push your boat.